You're listening to the Cars of Carlisle Network, podcast episode number 65. The Boise are back in town. Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today... You'll travel out west to the Rocky Mountains to hear about the car-related activities and adventure fun some CFC team members experienced last week. Ride along and hear about the car show they were invited to. The O'Reilly Auto Parts Image Show and Shine car show featuring incredible cars and trucks from all over southern Idaho. Then, run the quarter mile as the fellas entered a borrowed car into Saturday Night Drags at Firebird Raceway in Eagle, Idaho. Next, cruise the high desert, two-lane roads outside Boise at high speed. It's time to head west. So, let's get revved up! Hello and welcome back, Cubers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren and again this week, to my right is the other Boise from Boise. <laughs> yeah, this this week uh, we wanted to tell you a little bit about we had a trip out to Boise, Idaho. And I know that I've been saying Boise. And that's why the little play on words with the Boise back in town. And there was an itch to go because it was boisonous. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Thank you for that pun. Okay. But uh, for the most part... We have learned, and we even asked some of the locals, it's Boise. And they have t-shirts and other things, magnets to remind people it's pronounced B-O-Y-C, or S-E-E, essentially, Boise. So we've been saying it wrong all along. So to our friends in Idaho, we're sorry. And we're saying Boise. (laughs) But before we get into telling you a little bit about that uh, road trip, uh, let's do a trivia question. And that is this. What is the speed limit on most highways in the state of Idaho? That answer at the end of this episode. So Scott, why don't you kick us off with, uh, we did some fun activities, some car related. We were invited out to a car show. Um, We flew out last Friday. Oh, sorry. And we, we, (laughs) okay. Let's try it again. So we flew out uh, last Friday, got in really, really late. Uh, and the funny thing, as we're driving through town to get to where we were staying, it was about 12 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And we're looking around. A lot of people walking around well, downtown. Before we... Can I interject just a minute? Sure. You already did. So, yeah, don't ask. While, <laughs> while we landed at Boise International, we went to the uh, rent-a-car desk. And a really nice uh, young lady said, uh, I had rented just a basic car. And she said, would you like a free upgrade? And our choices were an F-150 or a brand new Ford Expedition And who's going to say no to a free upgrade? So we did. So we'll get into the Expedition in a little bit. So It was an Expedition Max. Right. Which means it's stretched longer and uh, phew, huge. It, it was, was big enough to just drive two bicycles right up into the back. So yeah, it was <laughs> you, you could drive a Mini Cooper into the back of it. <laughs> so anyway, so we go into town. It's about 12 o'clock driving down through the middle of Boise Sea. And uh, <laughs> lots of people walking around. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. So many people still out. Only to realize uh, after the fact that 
Uh, Garth Brooks was there Friday night and Saturday right. night. And we uh, drove by then Saturday afternoon and heard him doing another mic yeah, check. Doing a little, yeah, yeah, he was doing, doing a little a sound, sound check, check Saturday yeah. afternoon from the stadium, which mm-hmm. was great. Yep. Um, so it was really cool. But yeah, we got in late Friday night. Uh, and then Saturday we had the Shine and Show car show in Emmett. Yeah, and that was actually the O'Reilly um, Shine and Show. I think they had something like... 400 plus it was cars and trucks. Really impressive. One of the larger shows that happens in the state of Idaho, and we were glad to be part of it. Walked around, talked to a lot of people, made some new friends. Gave it was out so some comfortable. Cards. There were a lot of trees covering it. Yeah. Everybody was just, it was like a huge park setting. Mm-hmm. It was an all day event. So they had a breakfast and they had the car show going on. They had, they had lunch. a cruise, yeah. six to nine. Six to nine cruise at night after uh, the dinner and everything. It was great. Mm hmm. And while on our way to Emmett, we happened to go through Eagle, Idaho. And we passed Firebird Raceway, which is a drag strip, quarter mile drag strip. And we were like, oh, look, there's a drag strip. So we just kept going to the Emmett Car Show. Right. On the way back, we, we paid closer attention to the marquee out front, which said, tonight, grudge match, <laughs> evening grudge races <laughs> That's from right. 8 to midnight. Yeah, bring it off the street and br- take it to the track. So we didn't have a grudge with anyone in Idaho, but we decided. But we brought it off the street and. We decided to borrow, uh, yeah, borrow a car and we did it. <laughs> So you had, what, four or five trips around? Yeah, we had four passes. It was great. Uh, um, we have our ET slips. We got uh, we were getting good at timing the light, the Christmas tree lights. And we didn't even, uh, we weren't even prepared for it. We drove out and we we're like, okay, we're going to do this. We're in shorts <laughs> and no helmet. Of course, you have to have pants. So uh, <laughs> CFC bought two pair of sweatpants from the Firebird drag strip, so, right. which is great. Yeah, yeah, so now we have good some memorabilia. Mentos, yeah. Right. And, of course, you know, that would have really saved you from any type of burning, but whatever. <laughs> great. But really nice uh, racetrack, uh, great drag strip. The people were amazing. The, Everybody was so nice. Yeah, I have to say that everyone we encountered uh, in our five, four or five days in Idaho were extremely nice. It was every kind of car there at the mm-hmm. drag strip. It was every kind of person. Well, the fastest car of the night. I mean, they had some pretty amazing, uh, let's see, they had Fox Body Mustangs. They had... Uh, first generation Camaros they had how about the husband and wife that were racing oh, yeah. against she each was, other and other people she was in a um, an early model Firebird well he was in the Firebird and she was in the the black Camaro that's right yeah. okay but yeah that was a really interesting group the fastest ET of the night was a Honda Civic hatchback heavily modified with big wide slicks on the front and the entire wrap on that car was Cannabis related. Right. I think it did, uh, its best time that I saw was 10, 10.13, I think, at about 151 miles an hour. Pretty phenomenal. It was at least the fastest car I watched all And it night. sounded like a really loud mosquito, but it flew <laughs> down that track. It was fast. Oh my gosh. But it was great. The temperature was great. The evening, it was so clear. Um, nothing around. It was so flat of an area, so it was, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, I had never been to a drag race at night and let alone compete. In I one never did either. Night. It makes sense because I don't know of any one drag strip that has anything covered in the bleachers. So you are basically baking like a starfish on the beach most of the time. <laughs> well, from a track standpoint, you can hook up better than with a hot track, the yeah. asphalt during the day. And that, that is, is the positive. But yes, sitting in the staging line for 40, you know, 40 45 minutes. Hot. Not baking in the heat, that was definitely a plus. But it was really cool. It was sort of like midnight bowling, but we did drag racing from 8 to midnight. 
It Very was cool. so fun. So we then headed back to Boise and kind of the, the start of the multiple adventures. Then on Sunday... Well, also Saturday afternoon, though. Oh, go ahead. We went to Bogus Basin. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, One of is, the windiest roads I've driven. Oh, it was an eternity to get up there. But it's it It's a resort area, I guess, in the winter. It's huge skiing. In the summer, there's a lot of mountain biking, uh, hiking sorts of things. But yeah, it took an eternity to get up there. But beautiful driving. Yeah, it was. Beautiful road. I think you had a great time driving the max yeah there was everywhere. no straight road at all it was yeah. left right left right or left chicane, chicane and it was a good 45 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. to get up there mm-hmm. i mean you could see it from boise fairly easily and it took forever to get up there yeah. we've realized that everything in idaho takes about three hours to drive to you know? <laughs> right yeah because everything we did was about three hours away <laughs> from anywhere well some of the activities we did were not fully automotive related and we won't bore you with all the details but we did go further north they all moved they all had wheels or hoofs and speaking of horsepower we did actually (laughs) yeah we had one horsepower which was horseback riding yeah we went uh, on a really cool like a cowboy ride where you were on these rocky steep trails down through the woods and And a big shout out to yahoo corral in mccall mccall idaho which was about oh probably three hours and to our Boise. guide yeah our guide Peyton thank Peyton, you so much and to Sky and Sierra that helped with everything along the way there yep. it was so you much guys fun. were great yeah it was so much fun did a lot of in woods trail riding and lots I'm, of ups and downs and, and I'm guessing that our horses Newton and Maggie respectively are not listening right now so we're not going to give them a shout out I'm going to give them a shout out because <laughs> I think that Maggie got a really bum rap because as we're going along I think I can share this uh, Peyton was saying, uh, I was on Maggie, and she was wonderful. She was very respectful, very courteous. She was great. She stumbled a couple times, but she caught herself. But they called her um, Fat Bitch, and I was a little offended by that because she was wonderful. And, uh, you know, I only kind of know of one person from my past that I would say is a fat bitch, but it's not Maggie. It's definitely not Maggie. So <laughs> just for the record, I need to take up for her. So there we go. <laughs> well, that was a lot of fun. Kind of gave us a little bit of that cowboy flair, if you will. It was, it was fun. Then on Monday, it was great. Everybody was going back to work. And we went and filled. I shouldn't say we didn't even filled. We threw, we rented two mountain bikes, the power lift gate, and then it was power. The, the third row seat, the second row, it was all power on the expedition. Hit it, everything drops. We put both mountain bikes in there, stacked on top of each other. But I think if you had just laid down in a yoga position, you could have ridden it right up in there. <laughs> Because the back of that was so big. It was it was like a box van. It was <laughs> yeah, nice. You could probably put a queen mattress in the back of that thing if you had to. It was a great car. Use it as a camper. But, uh, yeah, the with the bikes in there, they didn't even touch the sides of the vehicle. Nowhere close to the, the front captain seats. It was enormous. And what I was really impressed with was that expedition. It was averaging 18.4, 18.5 miles per gallon. And we were... There were times our speeds were on you know they were high and it got great gas mileage we were climbing mountains we were hitting had twin turbos we were using them both it was often. never without power and there was there wasn't any type of feel in any of no. the transitioning of full the tow package yeah uh, but that 3.5 liter ecoboost v6 i gotta hand it to ford pretty impressive with it putting out uh, 400 horsepower and, and 480 foot pounds of torque i have to tell you I would not have a problem owning that vehicle. And for his almost three tons, it handled, as you know, you drove it, it, mm-hmm. it handled extremely well. And in Boise, and I'm not giving away the answer to our question, but even as the speed limits were, when you set off onto a three-hour track, 
on a road out through kind of the middle of nowhere, very flat. You can see to drop off the edge of the earth in front of you. And, uh, you know, you get behind people and you want to pass them and you're still going really fast anyway. And you just give it a little bit of gas and it winged around them mm. so easily. Winged around them. That winged sounds around. like a term maybe from the movie Bullet. It winged around them. <laughs> so there. So I have to say the mountain biking out there is very unique. It's, it's great. We did the greenways. We did, went up into the foothills, um, the town park. Then, in, then there's what? how many hundreds of miles of single 300, track? Over 300 miles of single yeah, track. Right there from Boise. Incredible. Yeah. Just left from where we rented mm-hmm. the bikes and just rode right up in. Uh, very different riding on the sandiness. The sandiness, yeah, yeah, and all the sage grass and um, the sage bushes and everything, yeah. So, but that was really cool. And then did oh what about 15, 15 to twenty miles on the Greenbelt? Yeah, down along the mm-hmm. Boise River, which was beautiful. And a lot of rafters and uh, I mean everyone outdoorsy. Incredible to me how during the workday, Mondays, Tuesdays. Yeah, not overhead rafters, but people on rafts <laughs> and tubes, right. tubing down through, right. <laughs> Uh, but it was great. You're along the Boise River the entire time. It goes through neighborhoods. It goes through yep. Boise State University. Yeah, that was really cool. There are and we zoos did see the there, blue parks. We saw the blue turf. Yeah, we had to wait a couple of days because they had to get all of the. Well, we got a little bit in trouble. <laughs> got all of the staging up from the Garth and Trisha concert. So yeah, but it was really good. Yeah. But the yeah the 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 bike riding was unbelievable. It was great. And everybody out there at Idaho Mountain Sports, they were wonderful, too, mm-hmm. with getting us all fitted up with gear and, uh, and getting us on the trails. Mm-hmm. So that was perfect. And then Tuesday, we rounded out our last full day there by going to Shoshone Falls. And Shoshone Falls. Sorry. You, you, you Shoshone me. I have to Shoshone you the right way to say this. <laughs> it's Shoshone. Right. Shoshone Falls. And that's in or near Twin Falls, Idaho. Right. And that was pretty amazing. To me, if, if you... Uh, want to see a really amazing natural site perhaps a road trip if you ever uh, fly out and drive or if you live in that area in the western part of the of the country um, that is as they say the niagara of the west and pretty impressive well it was also impressive because again you drive what did i say oh wait yeah about three hours <laughs> through just dust and sand standard and then radius you go around a corner and there's like green and then you drive down into the park area and it's just these huge falls and all this water and it was really neat. Oh, and the site where Evil Knievel jumped. Yes. Is there Over as the well. Snake River. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we saw all that. Then we headed another, what, 2.5 to 3 hours. I'm going to say 3. We'll round up to 3. It's always about 3. Yeah. <laughs> to the Craters of the Moon, and that's a, the national park where it truly looks like you are on the dark side of the moon. Yeah. The craters from all the lava flow uh, that has settled there. There's hardly anything growing. Right. It's, uh, there's the campground that's there, which is hilarious because it's just kind of <laughs> all open around lava rocks. Right. And your sights are right there. Right. Uh, I'm assuming that you'd be allowed to have campfires anywhere you wanted because I don't think there's anything that could catch on fire there. It's all lava rock. Right. But yeah. And that was really neat to see, though. It was, a, it was a great place if you have a chance to get there. The trails that go around, uh, you could see all sorts of tubes, volcano tubes, different craters. Uh, there was the area called Devil's Orchard. There were the uh, petrified trees. Mm-hmm. It was really neat. It was a, a very cool stop that we made there. Some really interesting sites. And then I I forced a little side trip. Well, I've read about it in my ski magazines and things. I said, we have got to go to Sun Valley. And, of course, it was umpteen you know, miles away, but I thought, whatever. It was not, actually. It was, it was on our three-hour trip back to Boise. <laughs> it was about a one-hour diversion. Detour, yeah. yeah. So we drove up into the Notch Canyon, saw the town of Sun Valley, Idaho. Amazing. It was great. 
a lot of Hollywood stars like Ashton Kutcher and others have homes there and just did a little small basic ski lodge, 1.2, 1.5 million. We were looking at Zillow uh, ads and things. So yeah, pretty expensive, but really cool town. Then we cruised on back to Boise after that. but About three hours. Actually, it wasn't. It was only about two hours from there. Well, so. we, yeah, that was on the return trip. We may have exceeded the trivia question speed limit. Speed limit. A little bit. A maybe. little bit. Yeah. Perhaps. So, yeah. But uh, it was a great trip. And for those that live in the western part of the United States, you uh, you guys have it really good with the Rocky Mountains. We loved our, our time in Boise. And got to spend a lot of time outdoors, which is kind mm-hmm. of what we're about. Outdoors, activity, and the people. moving, and it was great. And the people we met at the O'Reilly Shine and Show, that was amazing. Great people. Even even in the western part of uh, the country. Same kind of thing. Walked up, started asking people about their 55 Chevy. Tell me about uh, how long you've had it. Striking up conversations. People have stories, their passion for their vehicles. It is, again, the community. And we have an upcoming interview with someone we met up in Keene, New Hampshire. And uh, this guy, he's just like... Cars of Carlisle in the sense that it resonates with him about um, building great relationships by way of automotive hobby. Interests. Yeah, we met him on the rally mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago when we were there. But uh, but yeah, hopping back to Idaho real quick though. Uh, Boise, great, a great town. Um, a lot of population growth, but it's still worth going if you have a chance to see. Uh, the downtown is really pretty impressive. There are small little areas that we got to see too. The Hyde Park area is just really quaint, really neat. Um, so if you have a chance to see that as well. Mm-hmm. And a couple of firsts that we also had there were um, Dutch Brothers Coffee. Oh my gosh. And Smoothie Centers. Well, shout out, <clears throat> right? To Tyler. Thank she- you, Tyler. She put us in the right direction as far as what we needed. Yeah. And uh, we, I mean, the berry smoothies, the coffee drinks, they're all little kiosks that are about... They look like banking They look like they're about 10 by 10, but they're everywhere. And they have, it's like an unlimited menu of drinks and smoothies. And uh, we were kind of hooked. We were stopping all all along the way. We kind of dotted our way across in our three-hour trips. We were looking for Dutch Brothers everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yep. I have to tell you, it was a great trip and... To me, it was one of those road trips where perhaps we didn't leave our driveway. It was kind of an air trip, too. Not just was, a road trip. We didn't a, drive. It was an it was air, air slash yeah. road slash bike slash horse trip. <laughs> <laughs> by way of Salt Lake on the way out and by way of St. Paul, Minneapolis on the way back. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a really great road trip and uh, glad to have done it out in the, uh, you know, the made that uh that trek out in the high desert of Idaho. Yeah, and that Emmett, the Emmett area show and shine, oh. and the Emmett area shine and show, it was a great show. Uh, it was really impressive. It was good to see. So thanks for welcoming us out in your neck of the woods. I agree, Scott. It was uh, great to be out there, and thank you to everybody who was so welcoming. Yeah, welcoming and gracious. We appreciate it. That answer to this week's trivia question is this. I'll restate the question. It was, what is the speed limit in most parts of Idaho? And the daytime speed limit for vehicles or cars, that is. On freeway highway areas. Right, on highways. It's 80 miles per hour. For trucks, it's 70 miles an hour. There were places where nighttime they would back it down by 10 miles per hour. But for the most part, nearly every interstate we were on, taking those three-hour radius trips that Scott so fondly speaks of, uh, was 80 miles an hour, which is pretty nice. And that... uh, Ford Expedition 
with the twin turbo EcoBoost had no trouble. It so the great. trucks were 70. We were kind of a truck. The cars were 80. We were kind of a car. And we went a little faster, so we considered ourselves something even different than that. So, yep. Yep. The back, max was maximum speed. <laughs> and then some. All right. Over the next few weeks, we have some really great things coming up for you. The Truck Nationals. We have Corvette Nationals at the end of August. And we talked about uh, our new friend in Keene, New Hampshire. Some other uh, friends of Cars of Carlisle that we're going to have on the show, both local and within the greater part of the, of the country. So stay tuned for that. Scott, anything to close us out? Um, just in general, which we haven't made this uh, kind of request for a few weeks anyway, but if you know of any topics or know of anyone that would be uh, a great interview from the show, please shoot us an email. Get in touch with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Uh, because again, as we said, and as you will hear in one of the upcoming episodes of uh, the person that we met from Keene, New Hampshire, it is about the people. So it was really nice to connect with him because he had the same concept that we did. And that's kind of how we met and, uh, and came upon knowing him. So it's really pretty cool. So anybody you think that would be interesting for us to talk with and that, uh, that would like to be part of Cars of Carlisle interviews, please let us know. Thank you, Scott. And I started this podcast because of just the love of people, car people, and this is what it's about, is the community. And, and all of you, our listeners, Cubers, thank you so much. Week after week, you continue to listen. Our ratings continue to rise. We have more and more downloads, more followers. Please pass that information on to friends, family. Uh, like us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, certainly rate and review on uh, iTunes. That certainly helps, and we want to be sure to uh, always bring you the very best in content and give you the, the value of your listening time each and every Wednesday. So thank you so much for continuing to be a fan, being part of our show. We do this for you, and we're so glad you're along for the ride. So let's put this one in park, and I'll say, drive well, Boise well, take care. Take care.